Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 7th. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips as you know we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth welcome to the broadcast hope you're all doing fantastic a recap of yesterday's show starts now we had our guest on mr lowell nelson campaign for liberty.org and ron paul institute.org doing a phenomenal job we talked about the military propaganda yeah adam dick wrote an article about this in detail and uh, really, data shows that the Pentagon and the CIA have exercised direct editorial control over more than 2,500 films and TV shows, including both Top Guns. <laughs> yeah. So you got to look at that and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, well, hold on. Why is the Pentagon and the CIA exercising control over movies and television shows, and et cetera? Well, ladies and gentlemen, because they want to peddle propaganda. They want to minimize the evils of war. They want to glorify war because that fuels right into the Pentagon's military industrial complex, a bunch of money. It also helps us participate around the world in war. We're in over 130 nations, militarily speaking, ladies and gentlemen, because they've simply sanitized war in the movies, in the TV shows. They've kind of glorified war and made a, uh, it out to be, hey, we got a bunch of war heroes going on, uh, protecting God, family, and country. They want you to believe, wave the flag, we got to celebrate. Hold on. It's all propaganda, folks. War is very, very evil. The dark side of war is not a pleasurable experience. Uh, they don't show all that because then Americans won't want to go to war. Then Americans won't be so pro-war positive on the wars right we literally train kids in video games for war they learn to be first shooters right and then when kids go ballistic with guns we wonder why the true evil behind government mass school shootings alexander bruce lewrockwell.com with this piece talking about how look we have literally trained these shooters. They all are involved in psychotropic drugs. They're all kids that don't have connections to God or family. No respect for country. They're trained by video games to be first shooter military men. They're armed to the teeth. They're provoked. They're all in psychiatric care of some kind, mental health issues. It's all known. They've really highlighted what they're going to do before they do it, and nobody seems to stop them. And even when they get in there and go crazy with a gun, Nobody, nobody goes in to stop them. They literally sat in this last case in Texas for over an hour, and no one went in to confront the shooter, even though all the manuals have taught us. Since the Columbine shooting, all the manuals for the law enforcement, you know, training says go in and confront the shooter immediately. Yes, you might be at risk, but that's what you signed up for. You'll save lives if you do that. But in every case, we have cops just sitting there. Tons of cops in the hallway doing nothing. Finally, a Border Patrol agent 
off duty, goes in and confronts the shooter, kills him and stops it. And then we run around with the classical narrative. We got to take away guns from everybody. Hold on a second. Wasn't a good guy with a gun the way we stopped every single one of these thugs? So the answer would be more good guys with guns, right? What if you had a good guy with a gun that had the guts to go in earlier? Wouldn't we have stopped the shooter earlier? But all they say is take away more guns. See the propaganda? Do you see how these two news stories are tied together? The military propaganda, the Pentagon, CIA, literally controlling editorial control over 2,500-plus movies and TV shows. And then you've got uh, the true evil behind America's mass shootings. Every one of them has government ties somehow, strange, weird ties. They all have psychotropic drugs. They all have fathers that are absent, mothers that are negligent, divorces, trouble with uh, opposite sex, go on and on and on and on. Everybody says, yeah, we saw that one coming. The guy was a nutcase. Yeah, he wrote online about what he was going to do. He even wrote a manifesto. People saw the manifesto. He armed himself to the teeth. He went live to cover it on social media. And we go, hmm. Yeah, Sam's peddling propaganda there, uh, but leave Facebook up. Just shut down Sam. It is insane, ladies and gentlemen. Now, Michael Bolden of the Tenth Amendment Center doing a great job as well. TenthAmendmentCenter.com, he says, we, the people, must be ready, willing, and able to resist federal encroachment when it comes. Yeah, it's going to come, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have essential steps to nullify gun control. And we used a case study to make the point with Lowell Nelson first hour yesterday. Missouri Second Amendment Preservation Act. Yeah, the federal government literally cannot force states to help implement and or enforce any federal act or program. It's called the Anti-Commandeering Doctrine. It's based primarily on five Supreme Court cases, the latest one of which is the good Sheriff Max case. That's right. Sheriff Mack's greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered in America. Prince Mack versus U.S. Sheriff Mack beats Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, hey, Sheriff Mack can't keep his oath of office and obey the federal government at the same time. It's an unsolvable quandary. There are dual sovereignties at the federal government, or the general government, and the state government level, and the states have their own sovereignty, and the federal government has no authority whatsoever to mandate, force, any government, local, officials to do anything there's no authority folks no granted no delegated authority you got it good so missouri is doing a great job in one of the quintessential gold standards when it comes to gun rights and missouri just needs to repeal all gun laws at the state level they've done a great law or a great job rejecting the feds in the state of missouri but they got to stop the state people too because see how do you uh, control guns at the state level but then say oh it's really bad when the feds do it it's really bad when anybody does it. Ask the founders. That's why they say, look, your right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. What part of that don't they understand? Well, they understand the only way they can create tyranny in America, the only way they can down the greatest country on the face of the earth is if they go ahead and take away the guns, right? Then you won't be able to fight back. The founders understood this, and that's where the quintessential line was drawn. The founders were very patient with King George and, and all the minions that were sent over. Right? From the mother country, from Britain, etc. Right? But when, when they said, we're going to come for the guns, then the, the founders, then the patriots, then the revolutionaries, whatever you want to call them at the time, right? Then the Continental Army said, I don't think so. We're not going there. Because if we do, we'll never be able to go back. 
That was hour one of Liberty Roundtable Live with Lowell Nelson. Great job on that. Second hour, we had Dr. Scott Bradley with us. To preserve the nation is lifelong goal and collegiate series to match. Freedomsrisingsun.com is website. And we doubled down on the same topic, gun control, and how evil and wrong and misguided the agenda is. And how dangerously close we really are to losing our right to keep and bear arms. Even the Republicans are now betraying us, ladies and gentlemen. So we talked about Biden calls for banning, quote, assault weapons. But see, that's, a, again, part of the propaganda. What do you mean assault weapon? If I'm a good guy with a gun, it's not an assault weapon. It's a stop the thug weapon, is it not? It's a rape me not weapon. If I'm a, if I'm a girl and I'm about to be raped and I pull my gun and stop some goofball. So they call it banning assault weapons, but I would say it would be ban a self-defense mechanism in the hands of the good guys, a stop the bad guy gun. But anyway, he does this in the address to the nation. The Second Amendment, he says, like all other rights, are not absolute. Shame on you. You've sworn an oath to uphold the supreme law of the land, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights, President. And uh, You should be impeached and tried for criminal activity for violating those rights, for using your authority, your power, your prestige, your position uh, to betray the American people and literally act like instead of defending our God-given inalienable rights of self-defense codified in the Second Amendment, you act like those rights are not absolute. Says who? God gave them to me, not you, Joe. So how do you say they're not absolute? Who put you in charge, Joe? See, you're out of control and you need to be impeached and stopped. For your abuses, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, that's me going on record saying we need to impeach Joe Biden now. The guy's a nut. The guy's absolutely a nutcase. He wants less good guys with guns. What does that mean? More bad guys with guns shooting, killing, murdering, creating mayhem longer because there'll be nobody there. There won't be a good guy with a gun to stop him, right? You see what I'm talking about? Anyway, while that's all going on, the International Bilderberger Globalist Elites are meeting in Washington, D.C. to plan our future this week. How do you feel about that? Yeah, you got a bunch of bureaucrats, non-governmental organizations, NGOs, meeting and planning in Davos and all this stuff, now meeting right in the mother load, right in the Washington, D.C. area, to betray us, to take control of you and I. Not law makers, not executive branch, not judicial branch, not elected or appointed officials, now bureaucrats from outside want to control you and I. And they want to have a meeting to go ahead and plan their tyranny. Reject it, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, we also played this video from uh, Rand Paul picking apart Joe Biden's secretary over the Ministry of Truth. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I got a truth bomb for you. The Republicans are as bad as the Democrats, ladies and gentlemen. You don't believe me, do you? Well, they are. Yeah, it was the Supreme Court primarily controlled by the Republicans that promoted and passed Roe versus Wade, murdering 60-plus million babies. It's a pro-death agenda the Republicans pretend they're against, but they've done nothing to date to stop it, really. I know there's been uh, some little incremental moves at the state level and everything else, and I hope the Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade now, but we've literally endured 60 million babies murdered, and this passed on Republican watch and forced through the courts on Republican watch. It's a shame. Well, the Republicans on the courts have done plenty of damage. Even Homeland Security, which is now being used to promote gun control, was put in place by the Republicans. You see what I'm talking about? Quick pause. Matt, coming up in seconds. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live.
There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44, gave the left evil, spiritual power the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him, the beast, his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present-day, end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So a truth bomb, Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats. I know you feel like they're better, but you've been betrayed. They're better on, on, on rhetoric for sure. They're better on um, you know making you believe that they're really for the right causes. But at the end of the day, look, Homeland Security was put into place on Republican watch. Now Homeland Security is the quintessential, what, take your guns away organization? There now. Mm. Yeah, the Republicans put Roe versus Wade in place, too. The Republicans down the line have done some real dirty deeds, done dirt cheap. I'll tell you that right now. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Gas prices have nearly doubled under the Biden administration as well, and they continue to go up. That ought to hurt the average American wallet. But you know what? I've always said the American people won't wake up until life gets hard. So bring it on, I guess, right? All right, there you have the recap. Hopefully it was educational and entertaining. It's still available at libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net. Spread the word, share the love, would you please? All right, without further ado, Sheriff Richard Mack with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Well, thanks, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. All right, a couple of stories for you that I want to highlight. Utah mail-in ballots start arriving Tuesday. So even though there's been all kinds of vote fraud, vote fraud, vote fraud, allegations everywhere, um, we're going to just continue with the mail-in ballots there, skipping the precincts, uh, in my opinion, and shutting down local politics as we know it. Uh, serious, serious holes for fraud. But while the Utah mail-in ballots start arriving Tuesday in Utah, they pretend there's nothing going on there. There's huge things going on there, though, I'm telling you right now. Um, our good buddy has been doing some research and really studying Utah elections right now. And he's got some ladies who are really digging in and getting positive proof of election fraud and everything else. 
Uh, Alex Newman is his name. He writes for the Epic Times. He writes for the John Birch Society and many other great, great organizations. Uh, anyway, we're going to be talking to these ladies here uh, in the next several days or next couple of weeks here, too, about their vote fraud uh, uncoverings, if you will, in the great state of Utah, where, of course, there's no vote fraud, right? Wrong. That's the point. Uh, so we'll get into that, ladies and gentlemen, over the next several days. But in the meantime, there's a story that just broke that i got to bring to your attention, Sheriff Mack. I'll, I'll summarize some of it here and then let you rock and roll and discuss this in detail. But the headline says, quote, more than 8,000 double registered voters found on the New Jersey voter rolls. That's according to Mark Tapscott from the EpicTimes.com. Now, Mark Tapscott has been on the radio with me several times, so we know him personally. He's a straight-shooting great gentleman, by the way. And uh, the, the details of the story says this. New Jersey voter registration records contain more than 8,200, quote, duplicate names, making it possible for one person to cast two ballots plus another 61 triple registrations. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and then they got a couple of uh, quadruplicate registrations going on. They've been able to track and mark as well. They got one sex duplicate. Is that a word? Wow. That means a bunch of voting going on there, Sheriff. And that's all according to this group that I don't know much about. Maybe you know more about them than I do, Sheriff. I'm just learning about them right now. Um, let's see what this group is called. It's, it's this legal group I've never heard of, but it turns out they're nationwide. And they've been doing a lot of studying and a lot of reporting on this. It's a public interest legal foundation, um, PILF or PILF, if you will, right? Public Legal yeah. Interest Foundation, right? And so they say New Jersey's voter registration rolls and their system, like every other state, can be tricked into registering a person multiple times. Okay. They have the same addresses, and they say this serves as an administrative challenge to be resolved as we see more automated vote by mail. You see, John Public and John Q Public can both vote once, but that same John has voted twice. (laughs) That's what we're talking about, folks. The actual John's voting twice. They say the most common type, clerical slash typographical errors. Yeah, transposed letters there. And the Virginia-based PLIF notified the New Jersey Secretary of State of their findings. And believe it or not, their findings, listen carefully, was only made possible because of a lawsuit over vote fraud. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. When they tell you we're getting nowhere, the courts are shutting us down, there's no proof of vote fraud. Now we mm, went to the courts, the court finally let us look into this a little bit more, and voila, tens of thousands of other voter records were highlighted with biographical information not being correct, such as dates of birth. See, so you got list maintenance of voter rolls that's at problems here. Okay, they say to get to the root of the problems, this PL uh, IF organization now filed a federal lawsuit 
to access copies of the data. So, for example, they found 2,400 people on the New Jersey rolls. <clears throat> they were listed on there, but their birthdays make them well over 100 years old, Sheriff. You get a bunch well, of what, uh, centenarians, is that what they call them? New Jersey and the liberals and the leftists uh, want everybody voting, no matter how old they are, Sam. Yeah, so, even if they're uh, dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm exactly. talking about these people have dates of birth like 1917, Sheriff. Yeah. yeah 2,398 of those people that have, you know, 1917 or before birth dates. Well, Sam, the first question that came to my mind was why would a very blue state, extremely blue state, need to do that? Because the presidential election is going to go to the Democrat anyway. Oh, but then we have one kind of change in there because Chris Christie was uh, governor and he was a kind of a Republican, maybe moderate, but uh, still yeah, nevertheless. Kind of a Romney Republican, right? They don't yeah. call them rhinos anymore. They just call them Romneys. Romney Republicans. Yeah, that's good. That's right. And, yes, and and the thing of it is, though, that means that they want to control other elections not associated necessarily with the presidential election. Oh, that is the point. And that way they can mock us and say, oh, Donald lost in 2020 and you're just crying over spilled milk. You're just not even relevant. Yeah. But see, it isn't about that, ladies and gentlemen. No, sure, it isn't. it's about the 2020 about, election. It's about Donald, but it's about yeah. everybody else too, right? Everybody, everybody. Yes, that's absolutely so. They say correct. New Jersey has some explaining to do. We're talking about yeah. maintaining basic voter information. Yeah, yeah well, right? that's another. We're thing. talking about long neglected Why? records at the least, but the fact is, it relates to vote fraud. Well, how would the computers not spit them out or make some sort of indication to someone? Saying, "Hey, this this person, this name, and at this address." They, the only thing that's different is that some computer safety protocols should have been uh, programmed into Sheriff. that system where they would spit them out. Sheriff, but what if I need that person to vote so I can win? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, there's Gee. no question about the subterfuge behind it, but uh, yeah. it's not, the first question most people are going to have is, "Why would the computer accept?" Three, four, five, six times of the same sheriff person because we told it to. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm not trying to be you know der, but it's because we told it to, or we didn't tell it not to. Right now, exactly. they can play games and pretend it's an oversight and say, "Well, golly, we didn't tell it not to." But the fact is, ladies and gentlemen, this is a serious problem. Earlier this year, this PLIF group recorded similar problems in the voter rolls of Arizona. And North Carolina, as well as tons of problems, yeah, of bail-in ballots that went missing and or were confusing. They were rejected as undeliverable in Pennsylvania and in Georgia, Sheriff. Wait a minute. Are we getting to the very heart? 27,000 uncounted mail-in ballots in Georgia alone, sir. 27,000 uncounted? Yeah. Why would they uh, do just that? Just so you know, they're probably all Donalds, right? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, 
it kind of makes you think so <laughs> right off the well, bat. And I don't know so, but I know this. If you've got uncounted ballots, see, and this is the point. Yeah. If you're talking about 27,000 uncounted ballots, I don't care whose they are. Right. Right? Because I'm not just gunning for Trump. That's the point here. I don't care whose right. ballots they are. There's 27,000 disenfranchised people that were not counted because of this mail-in balloting problem. So whether you say that's fraud or malfeasance or, well, we couldn't help it because of COVID, whatever you want to blame it on, I don't care. I'm just saying it's a problem. Makes me wonder if Jeff Christopher locked in Delaware, really. Ah, that's a fair question. Quick pause. Sam and Sheriff Mack on your radio. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The United States warned North Korea of a strong punishment if it conducts a nuclear test. As Washington has evidence, Pyongyang could soon set off its first atomic explosion since 2017. Quote, there would be a swift and forceful response to such a test. End quote. And said by Deputy Secretary of State Wendy Sherman in Seoul, South Korea, in a Tuesday meeting with her South Korean counterpart. United Kingdom's Prime Minister Boris Johnson defeated a no-confidence vote by members of his party. The wave of recent criticism was not enough to take down England's leader. The final tally was 211 votes to 148 votes in a secret ballot on Monday. Uh, that 359 ballots were cast, no spoiled ballots. I can announce that the Parliamentary Party does have confidence. USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The CDC is reporting over 82 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines distributed across the country have gone to waste since the start of the pandemic. CVS and Walmart were responsible for more than 25% of the doses that went to waste because of a short shelf life. More COVID-19 vaccine data has been released. Researchers at Penn State say immunity remains high against severe COVID-19 for about six months after vaccination. However, scientists at Penn State College of Medicine say protection against symptomatic COVID-19 begins to decrease about one month from initial vaccination. 
In the largest study so far, researchers determined the vaccines provided significant protection against COVID, but their effectiveness decreased over time. The study looked at data from 7 million unvaccinated and vaccinated individuals 12 years and over. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. PLIF is this group we're talking about. They've been doing a bunch of research across the country. Check this out. Sheriff Mack and Sam Bushman on your radio. In September 2020, so think about this now. September 2020, what's that, a year and a half ago? PLIF released yeah. an analysis. Well, how long ago, Sheriff? Yeah, it's about that. Yeah, good. All right, just making sure because I'm kind of slow. In September 2020... <laughs> PLIF released an analysis of the voter registration rolls of 42 states. You heard me, 42 states that identified nearly 350,000 dead registered voters still on 41 state voter rolls. With more than half of those in just five states. New York, Texas, California, Michigan, and Florida. 350,000 dead people on the rolls, and they've known this since 2020. But yet then we bring up that there's voter fraud, and they say, you've lost your mind, you're a conspiracy, whacked out nut, go away, Sheriff. Well, they've had to do that, Sam, because they knew the evidence was there, and they had to try to marginalize anyone uh, ostracize and marginalize and name call and label anybody who was suspicious about the election. Now, Sam, I was on with you and Kurt on election night. So would that have been November 3rd, 2020? Uh, I think so, yes. Anyway, that night we, we were on the radio uh, with you uh, looking at all the returns i had already told you that day and numerous times on your radio show uh, where the truth is announced uh, and i gave my honest opinion and it was very similar to trump's i said that uh, the and not widespread voter fraud like he did i said the democrats will do anything and everything including lie cheat or steal or even murder to keep Trump out. And then that night when we were looking at Georgia, I was looking at Georgia returns coming in on Fox behind, uh, I, I had the sound down, uh, and I was looking at the returns and I told you and Kurt that I was calling Georgia for President Trump. I said, it's too, it's, uh, he's too far ahead, there's not enough votes coming back. And then about two hours later, they announced that they were stopping the vote, the tallying. They were stop. They were stopping the count. 
and uh, it looks like that happened in just about every swing state. They stopped counting. Yes, it did. Now, let me interrupt you there, too. When in your life have you heard them stopping the counts? Usually, I, mean, I remember in the days when I got into radio no. back in 92, following every election yeah. cycle, every two years, even the off-years elections. And I'm telling you right now, they would stay up until they 2, don't. 3, 4, 5 in the morning and report it all the way through. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and... And so I was I was surprised by that, and I uh, I didn't really I think you uh, and I talked about it the next day or something that they stopped counting uh, because some of the states hadn't been called yet. I think it took a, a day or two to actually say that Trump was not going to be the president, but it looked like the trend was there. The swing states uh, were all going uh, for Biden. And and so I, I remember that specifically because I was embarrassed that I had actually gone out on the limb and called Georgia for President Trump. Uh, and so now we're starting to see why all these things happen and these irregularities that you're talking about. But now, Sam, there's more than just irregularities. And there's more than this. Uh, and their biggest talking point was, yeah, there was voter fraud, but it wasn't enough to, to overturn the, the election. We have Biden and the media, CNN and all the mainstream media, ABC, whose uh, former CEO is going to be in charge of the January 6th uh, hearing today, which is another joke. Um, but all of them were saying the same talking points. Biden was saying it. Uh, his uh, Saki was saying it. His spokesperson was saying it. Uh, the, all the staunch Democrats and all the staunch uh, mainstream media were all saying the same talking point. There was no proof, no proof whatsoever of voter fraud in this election. Uh, this was the most honest and secure election we've ever had in history, although no one ever explained how they knew that, including uh, Mr. Biden. He never once said how he knew that this was the safest election. It was the yeah, and what the mainstream press does that whenever we claim is they always say without evidence, right? Of course, and 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 but the whole thing was a scam, a plan, if you will, just a plan of attack on talking points to brainwash everybody into believing that if anybody like you or me or anybody else, uh, D'Souza, uh, true the vote, it doesn't matter, uh, Alex, if. If we ever came up, then the public opinion poll was already against us, and we were nuts. And so that's what really has me um, livid about all of this. Uh, and it's it's really something, Sam. This has gone so far out of control that now we have Democrat governors and AGs and Secretary of State that will not. Uh, call investigations against another Democrat. They will not pursue any grand juries, any investigations, any indictments, any arrests on anyone that ran for office or that is doing anything now if they are Democrats. And, and, we've and the, already Republicans seen that. Aren't willing, the Republicans aren't willing to dig in either. All of them are against Trump and against Mike Lindell and against everybody uh, as well, the, the deep state Republicans are really the same way, and that's of great right. concern. But I got a bigger question, Sheriff. Are you ready? Yeah. Their big claim to shut us down on this vote fraud discussion is, well, it wouldn't have overturned the election anyway. Exactly. Okay. Now, that's here's my question to you. 
Here's my question to you. Why does that matter? Okay, I don't care yeah, if it overturned the election or not. If there's vote fraud, it's got to stop because it may not have overturned that election. I agree. Who cares? What it would right. do, though, is it might affect the next election. See, vote fraud's vote fraud, and fraud is wrong, and fraud's got to stop. I don't care if it would have overturned the election or not. But it was also an excuse to stop investigating. Correct. That's my oh, whole well, point, we, though. But, but look, why, though? It doesn't matter if it would have overturned the it last doesn't. election or not. If there's vote fraud in play anywhere, it can affect any election at any time. Past, That's present, like future. If you robbed a bank and you didn't take very much money, then you're okay. We're not going to come out. Yeah, the bank wouldn't have failed there, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bank has insurance, so no, no, no problem. So yeah, yeah, all of that. I've I've wondered the same thing forever. I thought this was. See, I'm not backing Donald Trump on this. You know, Donald Trump has won election, and I believe there was fraud in his election. I think he's right on that point. But to me, it's not about Donald. It's not about whether it would have overturned 2020 for Donald or not. Mm-hmm. It's about we have to have honest elections. I think the greatest crime is that the coup here was against the American people, not Donald Trump. I think the coup Agreed. here has happened numerous times. It wasn't just 2020. Uh, and the Democrats have yelled and screamed uh, the same thing uh, uh, on the uh, Bush, uh, both times Bush won, uh, George W. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah they're I hanging wanted- chads, buddy. Yeah, exactly. But I remember in 2002, I was working on a committee, uh, a political action committee in Las Vegas, and I voted in Las Vegas because I lived there for about three months. And I I remember going into this Diebold machine, and you're handed a little credit card, and you put the credit card in the machine, and then it spits it out to you and gives it back to you, and there you go. You, you, You just voted. And I said, how do... I mean, a lot of the voters and people were looking at each other. How do, not, how do I know what happened inside that machine? How do I know what happened on this little credit card that I supposedly just voted on? It was a crock, and, and I got very suspicious, and, and I said, who controls these, these computers? Who programs them? And I had just read a book called The Sovereign Individual, and it was all about how people were going to be able to hide and not be monitored and tracked and crimes. Uh, same way, because they're done in cyberspace. And I said, this vote in in Vegas, in Nevada, just happened in cyberspace. And they've, and they've even gotten more sophisticated with all of this since then. So I, I don't trust any of it anymore, and I am calling for every sheriff in this country to investigate his county to make sure it did not happen there. So, I think that's vital. I think that's necessary. And like I said, this isn't about Donald winning or losing. And this isn't even about the 2020 elections, uh, although it's about all those things in part. This is about future elections, ladies and gentlemen, because maybe it wouldn't have overturned 2020. I don't know factually. Some say it would, and they've got the proof. Well, let's, you know, let's throw it down and see. But in the meantime, I'm talking about future elections. Your sheriff, your county commissioners, your state officials. Is the vote fraud? The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. 
Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. So, look, it's partly about the 2020 election. I want honesty in that election. And I don't care whether Trump would have won or not. That isn't the point. That's a great way to circumvent and shut down any discussion. Oh, he wouldn't have won anyway, Sam. Doesn't matter. No, it does matter. Okay, because the other elections, whether they be county, state, whatever, local, uh, general elections for other officers, people, congressmen, senators, whatever, all those matter. And most importantly, what matters is our future elections sheriff yeah absolutely and uh like i said uh our good constitutional sheriff who was fighting uh, for the office of sheriff and to maintain its autonomy and uh, the actual power and authority of the sheriff's office because his county commissioners were against him and the state was against him and uh, the state constitution said that uh, the the sheriff is the conservator of the peace in the county that's one Constitu- state constitution that actually mentions the office of sheriff. There's a few others, but but they didn't want the sheriffs to be independent. There's only three counties in Delaware, but Delaware is a very, very, very Democrat blue state. And Sheriff Christopher, who had been doing and uh, this fight and waging this fight, he lost by like 16 votes. And so if it was just a few votes of cheating that we've been talking about, it made a huge difference in the life of the people in in his county and also in his own personal life where he was fired by the by the vote fraud or the or the, or the voters. But I don't trust it because it, it was simply a, a very blue state that was manipulating we know have uh, had a problem i don't trust it anymore why because of the widespread voter fraud that's going on across our country and this talking point oh oh, it wouldn't have mattered wouldn't have changed anything 
in that in that particular race, it would have, and we would still have Sheriff Christopher there. Uh, so I, I'm wondering if it happened to Finch in Liberty County. Uh, I'm wondering uh, even way back uh, if it happened to me in uh, 1996. Uh, the, the the brothers who wrote the book Vote Scam called me and asked me three questions, and and I told them yes to you know was there a power outage? Was it a computerized tabulation? Was, and were the percentages all the same? And I said yes, 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 yes. He said, you, you were had. You're a victim of vote fraud. <clears throat> and I said, well, uh, I'll do some checking. And Pat Shannon came into town and started doing his own checking. Uh, and then uh, the two uh, county personnel in charge, who, by the way, didn't like me because I was uh, too conservative and suing their buddy, President uh, Clinton, uh, they said that we can't show the ballots to anybody because they got wet. And this reporter, Pat Shannon, said, well, let me see the wet ones. They said, no, no, we can't do that. It, it, they're too ruined. And, and so this is the kind of thing that kind of made me suspicious. But I was done. I, I wasn't going to fight it anymore. Uh, and uh, I just I left and went and ran for Utah Sheriff, County Sheriff. And, and then, of course, three days before the election, the IRS and FBI raided my office, and that became – the headline of the Provo Daily Herald, the biggest newspaper in Utah County. So I, you know what? I don't trust any of all this. At the time, I was kind of naive and didn't think people would be that dishonest. But all that has changed. And I guarantee I'm not naive anymore. And we need sheriffs. And, and one sheriff yesterday uh, told Tanya um, that uh, he, he, none of the sheriffs there are going to do anything about vote fraud. Uh, and and so, Well, we're just not going to. You know, and and so it's it's really scary to me that we could have people who are required to investigate crime refuse to do so for one reason or another, and most of it's just political expediency and laziness and lazy political expediency. Well, and, and a lot and of it is the propaganda. That is what has me concerned. A lot of that is the go propaganda ahead. of the parties in bed with the media as well. Oh okay, yeah. So sure. the problem Absolutely. is that if you're a Republican. Your leadership mm-hmm. is saying, don't you dare investigate this. It's just a, a wild-eyed conspiracy theory. You're going to get mud all over your face. You're going to get, you know, when, the, when, there's, when there's nothing but a nothing burger there, you're going to get egg all over your face. You're going to look really bad. You're gonna, don't, don't touch it. It's, it's politically, you know what, there's too much capital, political capital on this. Uh, don't, don't touch it, mm-hmm. Sheriff. And, and, and so the mainstream, uh, in my opinion, punk deep state Republicans uh, in leadership are the ones that are pushing that narrative along with the mainstream press. They say there's nothing there, nothing there. How come every time then we finally get a break in a court case or we finally get, you know, some evidence or we finally get some uh, FOIA Freedom of Information Act request or grandma request is what they're called in some areas in the local levels. And how come when we dig, 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 we find pay dirt every time? Look at 2000 Mules is just one example. Look at these dead people across the country, 350,000 of them, according to PILF and according to the Epic Times now and other places. You know, hey, every time we dig, we get pay dirt. How come that happens if there's nothing to what we're saying? Yeah, uh, and the sheriffs that have initiated investigations are definitely finding things. Uh, I, I talked to Sheriff Hayden out in Kansas the other day, and uh, he's uh, he's already finding stuff. And he said some of these drop boxes in my county, uh, and he's not in a large county. There's no, there's not really large counties in Kansas. Maybe one or two. Uh, and he said 
the the ballot stuffing that we saw on D'Souza's film, 2,000 Mules, were so full that he he couldn't get them open, and he had to get a locksmith to get them open because they were stuffed so full of ballots. He said, I've never seen that ever, ever since I've been around this. And he also said that the last time a Republican won in, in his county uh, the the presidential nomination or the presidential election was in 1912. But <laughs> Biden, because he yeah. was so popular. Nobody know, likes the Republicans there. Yeah, yeah. So very suspicious. And there was a lot of things that were just suspicious, Sam. But as you've alluded to before, this is beyond suspicion. This is beyond probable cause. This is bold in your face, absolute evidence. Now, I'm not, I'm not drawing any conclusions. I'm not saying D'Souza was right. I'm saying what D'Souza shows in that movie is extremely compelling, and there's not a single governor, attorney general, secretary of state, or sheriff, or police agency in this country that should not be looking at this very seriously. And, and sheriff, every one of you, every law enforcement agency should be conducting an investigation. And sheriff, you bring up the quintessential point here. Part of the biggest reason that I am convinced there was vote fraud, and that there is ongoing, continual, systemic vote fraud. The reason that I say that is because of their reaction. Yeah. Okay. If it was on the up and up, Republicans and Democrats wouldn't be divided on this. The deep state versus the rest of us wouldn't be divided on this. State governments wouldn't be going into cover-up crazy, psychotic mode. They wouldn't be attacking the messenger. All these things would not be happening. They'd be like, okay, look, yeah, we agree. Let's square up the votes. Let's make sure that we can count the ballots uh, related to the electronic mirroring of that. Let's, no problem. Transparency would be a, a given if they were on the up and up. But my question is, what do they have to hide? Why go into hyper-extreme mode and attack Sam Bushman as the messenger and say, oh, he's a nutcase, he's whacked out? Why go after Greg Phillips uh, in Georgia and say, hey, we want to subpoena you or your information, how dare you? What? Why are they going after him? Okay, what makes them so belligerent everywhere? It's an absolute stonewall to say there's no vote fraud. The courts won't touch it. The Congress, well, hey, Congress never even looked into it. Uh, Americans went there, but then there was this insurrection that derailed the whole thing, and Congress never looked at it. Why? This is what I'm talking about. Why? Why wouldn't Congress say, yeah, we, we couldn't look at it at the time? Fine, because there was you know craziness in the country or whatever, but now we're going to dig into this. We're going to go look back and confirm and see, because over 150 congressmen and senators, believe it or not, believe there's something wrong. But they got Shanghai and shut down. Why? Every time we want somebody to look at this, somehow it doesn't happen. And then they call the guys calling for it kooks. To me, that's a telltale sign that something smells in Denmark, sir. It is. It's typical uh, uh, guilt-ridden and guilt-laden and guilt-saturated uh, suspects who want to make sure they can uh, cause, cause some sort of diversionary tactics uh, to lead you away from uh, looking behind the curtain. And, and so, yeah, it's obvious. And uh, as, a, as a former investigator, I would look at somebody like that in an interview telling me why they will not investigate or what, why, why we should be looking at this and we should be uh, looking at these other things where there's really crime and real problems in America. 
and and instead of looking at probably Sam the worst crime in the last 100 years in this country except for human trafficking and sexual exploitation of children this is the worst crime and it was a political coup not against Trump but against the American people and stealing our authority and power to pick our own representatives in this constitutional republic it is destroying our constitutional republic right in front of us and and I, so i don't understand why we would say to a sheriff you know don't look at this sheriff there's nothing here move along why wouldn't we say sheriff let's create transparency let's create accountability and if in your county there are no ballot boxes like the ones the nest talks about fine let's rule that out now are there you know dead people on your voter rolls are there people voting twice are there we can go into 10 15 20 30 whatever ways that these problems are, are happening and say look come back and show me that we've got a clean county sheriff because if we do that's a, a in my opinion an opportunity for celebration hey this is not going on everywhere yes it's a problem and it needs to be fixed this is not attacking any individual this is a a clear reality check to build confidence build trust uh, in the American people for, for their government. If we don't gain that trust back, where where do we end up in the long haul is the real question, right? Yeah, and it looks like we're headed right to the same type of banana republics that, uh, like Fidel Castro always won his elections big. Hitler won his elections big. Uh, Putin wins his elections big. Uh, yeah. that All these banana republic uh, uh, dictators always win in these huge landslides wow we're headed in the right we're heading the same direction see and we can't have that in america though we need to have a trust that the sacred vote matters and it shouldn't be a left right it shouldn't be a deep state versus us it shouldn't be a you know inside republican or a, a a shame game oh my gosh you believe in vote fraud you're you're goofy you're as you know you you believe that I mean, you're spooky. Okay, it shouldn't be that discussion. It should be all of us should be saying, hey, we do want transparency and accountability. And I'm I'm to the point where I'm saying, if you don't want transparency and accountability, if you're going to push against that, <laughs> what is wrong with you? You should be voted out next election just because of that. Yeah. Just because of that. And, and excellent information today, Sam. This was an amazing show again. We're going to double down and carry on next hour with a whole lot more details. We're going to talk about attorneys, too, on the Sheriff Max Show simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live. Be ready. Hang tight. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Dr. Alan Keyes, live every weekday, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern. Alan has been a constant voice for the treatment of conservative principles in America, fighting for basic human rights to include the most vulnerable, our children in the womb. We hope that you are enjoying our show, Let's Talk America. So we have a simple request. 
Would you consider going to our website and making a donation to keep us on the air? Please consider your very best gift to help us continue broadcasting by going to www.imtv.us and mark it monthly reoccurring if you don't mind. On behalf of Dr. Alan Keyes and our staff, we sure do thank you. Enjoy the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the good Sheriff Richard Mack is back. Welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show, simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Thanks so much, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. You got a quote for us on the greatest Supreme Court case ever rendered, the greatest Tenth Amendment case, right? I do, and it's on page 13, and... uh, it, it is something really powerful. People don't believe that this really is uh, in the Supreme Court decision. The Supreme Court said this, quote, the federal government may not compel the states to enact or administer a federal regulatory program, end quote. Sam, that is the most powerful stuff. They cannot compel us to enact their crap. And that includes stuff that comes from the CDC or who, which is not even American, uh, the United Nations or the president's office, the Oval Office in the White House. They cannot compel the states. They cannot make us. They cannot force us. So they came up with another program. Hold on. A way to not bribe even the, us. Not even the IRS, Sheriff. Nope. None of them. Nope. Uh, and, and so many still, so many sheriffs and so many public officials in the states believe they have to follow along and go along with the federal government because they're the supreme authority in America. What crap. Anyway, there's my so now quote. Now let's talk about gun control. Everybody should read these. Read it yourself. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about gun control because that's what this greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered that's what it was all about, right? And now we're right that back. That was the federal, the federal regulatory program was gun control, yes. 25 years later, we're at the same spot, are we not? Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah. uh, Ron uh, Burns, freeze-dry guy, always said, <laughs> Sheriff, your lawsuit uh, bought us about 25 years. So maybe that's what it bought. Maybe, maybe it bought us some time because it was going to also regulate ammunition, which they are now saying, forget guns, regulate the ammunition. And they're going to try everything they can. So ladies and gentlemen, look, in my opinion, Joe Biden should be arrested. He literally swore an oath to the Supreme law of the land, the constitution, which means the bill of rights as well, sheriff to your God-given inalienable rights and the codifying thereof in these sacred documents. And he literally went on the the State of the – not the State of the Union, but a a national address or whatever you want to say to the people. And he literally said, your rights are not absolute, Sheriff. Yeah, and the first thing I thought there is, uh, boy, the guy just doesn't know any history because uh, the Founding Fathers 
uh, made a list of untouchables. These are the right, the Bill of Rights, the whole intent of the Bill of Rights was to establish a list of absolutes, of absolutes that and our God-given rights, as you alluded to, our God-given rights that government could never violate. And then now he wants to come out and say just the opposite and say, well, it's kind of a suggestion. There's no such thing as an absolute right. You know, I will admit he's right about one thing. The only absolute in Washington, D.C. is the utter corruption. And he is uh, a stark example of that. But I, but nobody's saying this but me, Sheriff. He needs to be impeached over things like that, though. If he's sworn a note to the Supreme Law of the Land, sworn a note to protect our rights, look, what's the purpose of government if it doesn't protect life, liberty, and property? Protect my God-given inalienable rights. What's the value at all? No, you're right, but uh, everybody else knows, yours truly included, that uh, no Democrats are going to vote to impeach their buddy, the Democrat. Uh, so no, it's not going to happen. And so I would say move on to something else. And I, and that's where the move to me is to the sheriffs and, and also to other local issues. Amen. So the point is, ladies and gentlemen, when Joe's going to push for gun control and your Congress is literally going to now pass gun control because Republicans are betraying you and jumping on with the Democrats and they're going to pass some form of gun control unless we, the people stand up now, sheriff. Yeah, and the Republicans are already acquiescing, of course, because they're doing this for politics. It's okay with the Republicans to compromise your liberty in order to fit in to the political expediency of the day. And that's all this is. And it's just feel-good crap because every time they have 20,000, over 20,000 gun control laws if you take uh, local, state, and federal laws. Uh, and they have an agency that oversees gun ownership called the BATF, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. And, and yet, that's, it's never enough. Uh, they always promise that the gun control laws they already have, uh, will keep us safer. They didn't. They failed. They lied. They don't work. So of course, you have to come back with more gun control on top of the already failed gun control. That has not kept us safe. And I'll tell you two other things that don't keep you safe. Waiting periods and background checks. They do not work and they do not keep you safe. And even if they did, they're still not constitutional. And they've had, and you know what? They've had background checks in this country for 25 years, maybe in some places more. How have those been working out for you? Huh. They don't Obviously work. not well enough. We have increased gun <laughs> uh, violence every single day in America. But I got a question, though, Sheriff, before we let this topic um, go for another day. You know, how did we stop that shooter in Texas? Do you, do you know what happened? Do you know how we stopped him? Uh, um, a uh, off-duty uh, officer from the Border Patrol got a gun from a, a barber and went and uh, engaged the shooter. So and let me he make disobeyed this very, the order very to, clear. He, just, he disobeyed the order to stay out. All right, so let me be very clear then. What you're telling me is because guns were in the hands of private citizens, because this off-duty patrol officer, who wasn't really an officer if he's off-duty, uh, because this gentleman then borrowed a gun from a buddy or from a you know an associate, a friend or whatever, colleague, I don't know what you want to call him, uh, another citizen, and because he had the guts to confront this guy and stop him, a good guy with a gun – Stop the bad guy. 
and multiple good guys with guns made it happen because he didn't have a gun handy himself, so he had to go to some other good guy with a gun to get the gun to stop, and he had to disobey orders, uh, and he had to just go ahead and be um, whatever you want to say, tougher than nails or whatever you want to say, not afraid. He, okay, I got a question for you. If we would have had more good guys with guns, could we have gotten to the bad guy faster? Yeah, that seems to be the common denominator, Sam, is having yeah. uh, guns available to to school staff. Uh, so well, that to citizens, though. In this case, it was both citizens, right? A of barber course. and an off-duty guy. They're both citizens. Yes. They're nothing more, are they? That's about it. They're, they're nothing more than citizens. If he's off-duty, he's just a citizen, right? Well, some people say an officer's not ever off-duty. Uh, but re- regardless, yeah, he was unarmed at the time, uh, and he was getting a haircut. Because he was being a citizen, uh, that's why. Sure, yeah. So, yeah, anyway, I, I'll accept that. I hammer that point home because, look, two citizens stop this guy. What do the cops, what do the on-duty people do from top to bottom? Twiddle their thumbs they in the waiting. hall and outside, right? Yeah, they were waiting. Uh, it was. It's, re- it's really sad that that happened. And because of their... Uh, lack of aggressive uh, entry uh, and the lack of uh, going in immediately. Uh, now, sheriffs across the country are announcing if anyone comes to do that in our schools, we will react immediately and we will shoot and kill you. Uh, and that's what they should in, do, Sheriff. Florida said that. Yeah, I know. Of course. And the other re- ridiculous part of that, though, is Sam – the Democrats would have us continue with announcing to the public that these are the schools are gun free zones like that did a lot of good. But that's the idiocy that we're dealing with from the left. And, you know, I guess we have to put Republicans there because a lot of them are on the left and they're part of the problem, as you've alluded to. And they are. Uh, so, I, you know, uh, wh- why do we think that we're going to be saved? Uh, by the Republicans this November. Uh, and believe me, I hope that the Republicans win because I want the Democrats slapped, which they deserve. And the only way to slap them is to get the Republicans to win. But I wonder when the Republicans are going to wake up and actually They're start not. supporting and keeping their oath of office. And They're support not. They're the just going to promise you whatever they got to do to get in office. Then they're going to betray you like they've done dozens of times before and even in your lifetime. Well, I said that this week in a, in a, a response on, on MSN, who I was reading some great articles for, which totally shocked me. But I, I said this, uh, all we're doing in politics today is, is voting for the best liar. And, and I, that's just Democrats and Republicans. And I will say it again, Democrats and Republicans are responsible for the destruction of America that we're seeing today. Yeah, the American people and the politician relationship is the American people are like the abused lover. They just keep coming back for more there, buddy. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't right. know anyway, if there's a way to abolish the two parties, but we need to. <laughs> enough of that. I'm just telling you that we really need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, right now they're on the brink of pushing gun control, and we need to stop it at every level possible. We need to talk to your sheriff. We need to talk to your county commissioners. We need to talk to your DA on the local level. We need to go all the way up the chain of the state and to the general level and say, you know what? You don't have any right, any authority to do this. We've never delegated authority to you to pretend that our rights are not absolute, to pretend that you have greater 
authority than God. God gave us our inalienable rights. Government was put in place to protect those rights. Now you want to become an elected official and abuse those rights on the altar of safety? If you trade your security, uh, if you trade your freedom for security and safety, you'll wind up with neither, is what the founders taught us. So we need to be very, yeah, very vigilant really, in this. Another thing that really bugs me about that statement is that uh, it's a it's a propaganda scheme, a brainwashing scheme to make the American people believe that government could alter and change your rights uh, because there there are no absolutes. You have to be convinced that these aren't absolute, that they did not come from God, and that government is the one to determine how much of these rights you actually get. And, and that's the big fallacy. And, 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 that's the, the, and that's at the whim and the pleasure of those, quote, serving you, right? Of course. Of course. Serving, yeah. Uh, serving. Uh, that's, a, that's a funny you. one. Yeah, be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, that, that's the point. We need to understand that and call a spade a spade, ladies and gentlemen. And, and I don't mean to be too belligerent here about this. But there's no other way to talk about this. There's no other way to deal with this. When they literally have vote fraud and now they want to take away our guns, they want to lock us down like they've done for the last two years, and they just want us to take it, it is time for the American people to stand up. And you know what? The CSPO is doing so. Over the last couple of weeks, we've read to you our press release where we're pushing for you know, vote fraud investigations all over the country, not because we agree with Donald, not because we agree with 2,000 mules, but because we have now – gone beyond probable cause we are now to the point where look there's enough information to shock the conscience and say hey we need to know if your county has election problems you can call it fraud you can call it problems you can call it missteps i don't care what you call it but we need transparency and accountability to resolve it it isn't about donald necessarily it isn't about 2000 necessarily it's about elections going forward, and sheriffs nationwide now are starting to take on this election fraud issue, Sheriff. Right. We have uh, two people who have been arrested uh, in Yuma County, uh, two Democrats. Uh, one is a politician herself and in uh, city council of San Luis, Arizona. Uh, she's also on the school board. Uh, and then the other lady uh, – it is the CEO of a nonprofit organization. And these nonprofits, as pointed out in 2000 Mules, were the ones that were actually paying the mules to go and stuff the ballot boxes. I'm not saying she did, but I'm saying some nonprofits were actually doing that. The money passed through them. Uh, they all, The same uh, investigators in Yuma County under uh, Sheriff uh, Wilmot uh uh, have filed 16 more search warrants. So they're not done yet. And, uh, Sheriff, wow, huh. Sheriff Darleaf in Michigan, uh, is now filing mandamus writs against the governor in Michigan and the, uh, attorney general and the secretary of state and a few others. So, uh, they started investigating him because he's investigating voter fraud. They're literally doing Hold a on. criminal investigation on Sheriff Dar Leaf of Barry County. Oh, and by the way, uh, he's a life member of the CSPOA. Uh, All right. They're let me going back this up him. for a second. Let me, let me yes. back this up for a second so people understand. For the last two years, Dar Leaf has been investigating vote fraud in his county. 
Yeah. He is one of the quintessential sheriffs that has been on this from the beginning saying, look, something isn't right here. <clears throat> he has right. not made any allegations. He's merely said, you know what, citizens, bring to me the investigative material you have. <clears throat> I will take it under advisement and conduct my own investigation. He's been attacked by the media to no avail. He just says, simply says, I want the truth. Anyway, he's got his investigation together, and he's got hard evidence to this point. And uh, so what happened is they ignored him for a couple of years. But now that he's got hard evidence he's bringing, now they're attacking <laughs> him. And, again, this is kind of my point that I made at the start of this. Uh, I think I made this point last hour, but I'm going to make it again for our, our, our viewers today. You know what? Why are they pushing back on Darleaf? Why is Darleaf under investigation? Why don't they take the information, validate it? You know what? Create transparency and accountability and arrest those who need to be arrested. Why don't we just get to the bottom of this together? Why does they now Darleaf is in question? Mm-hmm. In, well, when they start attacking the messenger, you know we're over the target, yeah. Sheriff. Exactly my point. Instead of going after him, why don't they go to, to Sheriff Leaf and say, Hey, how can we help you? It looks like uh, you've got an investigation going on voter fraud. Um, we're we're sorry, uh, we didn't mean to get in your way, uh, but they're literally investigating him criminally because he wants to look, and he is looking at uh, the actual voter machines. Uh, and the state is saying he can't he can't look at those, he can't remove those. He you know he's breaking the law. What? This is how ridiculous this has gotten, Sam. And and obviously, if he was a Democrat, he, he wouldn't be investigating, and everything would be uh, nice and peachy, and and we'd be singing kumbaya and eating s'mores around the fire. And these people are so corrupt. Uh, and Sam, it just maybe I've been misjudging the voters. Maybe they didn't reelect all these people because voter fraud is so. Uh, widespread and that the American people are actually smarter than we think because they didn't reelect all these bozos and maybe they didn't elect any of them uh, in the first place because we don't know about the integrity of elections in any state at this point. Or county for that matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Much broader. And ladies and gentlemen, let's be clear then. So we talked about a couple of sheriffs now that have been investigating and have arrests and have evidence to date. Mm -hmm. We need to highlight Sheriff Schmeling as well because he not only did his investigation, not only did he find voter fraud, he turned it over to the district attorney who then just mocked him and said, nice political stunt, Sheriff. Right? Yeah. Yeah, The uh, Now, uh, why would you say that to a sheriff who has hard evidence at this point, though? Exactly. You know, you would think, though, Sam, and this is what uh, I think it looks like pretty solid that we're going to have Sheriff Smaling on next Tuesday. And the first thing I want to ask him is why or what has uh, the Sheriff's Association of Wisconsin done to try to get you some traction in getting more evidence to the AG so the AG's comment will ring hollow uh, and maybe start having to look at this because Smaley won't be the lone ranger on this, that there'll be dozens of sheriffs submitting further evidence on this. And uh, I agree, but because why, he did, would, he did nursing why home. would the DA he say that, though, to the sheriff? Why didn't they say it? Why, why would the, yeah, why why would they say it instead of looking at his evidence and, and, and digging well, in? Well, because they're Democrats and they're protecting Democrats. I know, but hold on. If I've got an elected... 
if I've got an elected sheriff in my county and he's literally uncovered criminal activity, I don't care that I'm a Democrat or Republican. I want to know the truth now. Either the sheriff's yeah, on crack and he needs to be stopped or he's right. You're honest. You're honest and you're a good person. These people are Democrats and the party comes first and preservation of the party and protecting the party and protecting your fellow Democrats. Uh, man, you just don't know the rules, Sam. So, of course, right. they have to cover this up. It's widespread cover-up in just about every state in the union where the Democrats are in charge. And they're trying to protect this Democrat president and these illegal and unconstitutional and criminal acts will go to the wayside as, as far as uh, Democrat loyalty goes. They can't well, have it. And, and it's still even in states where the Republicans wait, 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 wait. are in charge. Time out, time out, time out. Sam, could you imagine... If they prove that the Democrats cheated and that Trump is still the actual president and that he didn't lose, can you imagine what that would do to the Democrat Party? So can they, and they are. Even in the states, though, where Republicans are in charge, we've got vote fraud. We've got all kinds of systemic vote fraud in Utah, even, totally controlled by the Republicans. Well, so the next question is whether Trump would be president or not. What about your governor? Was your governor literally elected properly? Do I have the wrong governor uh, because of vote fraud? Your your governor in Utah doesn't even qualify to be sort of a Republican or even a Romney Republican. That guy is so corrupt and so outside anything the Republicans ever wanted that uh, it's astonishing that he ever got to live in Utah, let alone become Utah governor. That, now, oh check this goodness. out. So everybody mocks uh, the Utahns for electing Romney, right? And Cox. But did we really elect them? Yeah, we don't know now. Did yeah. we really do that? See, I don't know. And I'm not saying yeah. we didn't. And I'm not saying we did. What I'm saying is that it is now in serious question and there's enough evidence to where that question is beyond just the ramblings of a talk show host like Sam Bushman. Yeah. Sheriffs yeah, are getting involved in this. The CSPOA is at the center of it, Sheriff, because we need accountability and we need it now. Yeah. Uh, tell me another national organization that's demanding investigations that, that we uh, actually check all this stuff out. Uh, and there's a few others, uh, but – uh, we're going to be doing this a lot more come J- July 12th. We're going to have a national, maybe international press conference and demand accountability of sheriffs and all public officials that should be investigating this. My gosh. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is serious business. We're not joking. If you want to learn more about what we're doing and our efforts to kind of chronicle this and get on top of this, CSPOA.org slash elections. That's where you go cspoa.org slash elections and you can see there we've got several sheriffs to the uh, sitting sheriffs now saying we need to look into this your point's right 2,000 mules the evidence there is shocking but I want to be very clear 2,000 mules is serious but it only scratches the surface though even if you don't have that kind of vote fraud in your county hey most of the sheriffs looking into this are finding different kinds of vote fraud 
Yeah, amen. This to is that. kicking off, ladies and gentlemen. We aim to do something about it, and we need your help. Become a member today. CSPOA.org/slash elections. Sheriff Mac back in seconds on the Sheriff Mac Show and Liberty Roundtable Live. Treasure Island coins and precious metals. Mike Adams of NaturalNews.com says 2020 has shown us that we must prepare for the unexpected. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your fiscal security during the coming financial pandemic. Shipments of real gold and silver are delivered safely, discreetly, and securely right to your door. You can also hold precious metals in your IRA. This allows you to protect your retirement savings with the ultimate safe haven, assets of gold and silver. Your metals are held in the form of physical coins and bars in a private depository under your name and on your behalf. Simply visit brighteonmetals.com today. Gold and silver will be indispensable to your financial security. Shouldn't you at least look into it? Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals, in business since 1976. Visit brighteonmetals.com today. For your support of this platform, use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com. Red Pill Expo. Red Pill Expo is the major public event of Red Pill University. The mission of the expo and the university is to bring together world-class experts to set the record straight on fake narratives, fake history, and fake news. At each and every Red Pill Expo, truth seekers unite to get a better understanding of how the world really works, a world where collectivism reigns. It's time for individualism and an open mind. Mark your calendars and make your plans now to attend Red Pill Expo. The Expo will be live streamed and archived should you miss any of it. Get more details and register today at redpillexpo.org. J&M Jewelry provides online jewelry appraisals that are convenient, secure, and affordable. Appraisals are usually completed within 48 hours and sent directly to your email. Contact us today or visit our website to use our appraisal request form. jandmjewelry.com J&M Jewelry provides online jewelry appraisals that are convenient, secure, and affordable. Appraisals are usually completed within 48 hours and sent directly to your email. Contact us today or visit our website to use our appraisal request form. jandmjewelry.com Gentlemen, welcome back to the Sheriff Mack Show. I am Sam Bushman, Operations Director of the CSPOA. Sheriff Max with me, President and Founder of CSPOA.org. 
And yes, election fraud is serious. And yes, we are digging into it. Yes, we've issued a press release. You want to read it? CSPOA.org slash elections. And yes, we're putting together a press conference now. This will be a quintessential focus for the CSPOA. But make no bones about it. That doesn't mean we're stopping anything else we're doing. We're already still having our conferences across the country telling the tale of liberty and teaching sheriffs their role, helping them understand to not live beneath their authority. They have tremendous authority. Their power comes from we, the people, backing our sheriffs. But understand, we're still involved in all the conferences that we always were. We're just taking on more. Thus, we need your support, your funding, your involvement more than ever. CSPOA.org slash elections to dig into the vote fraud. Uh, We also, though, if you go to our events page, we've got more. We're going to Texas, Sheriff. We are, and man, oh man, have we been having the luck in Texas. And folks, uh, if you go to our website, you'll see right there in the background, our backdrop is the Bosque County Sheriff's Office and Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPA, on July, no, sorry, June 16th. We will be there uh, with one of our best, uh, what? Best, I'll, I'll just call it a seminar dash training and the public, you are welcome. And the best thing you can do if you live in Texas anywhere, call your sheriff and get them there. County commissioners, yes. Your county attorney, yes. Get them there. Let's get them uh, the uh, introduction to how we keep our oath, keep our word and follow the constitution in this country, how we take back America county by county, and that we make this corruption in our state capitals and in our uh, U.S. capital, how we make them irrelevant in our lives because we have sheriffs who know and understand their duty to do what Madison said, erect the barriers against the encroachments of the national authority. Folks, we can get rid of this corruption when we get our constitutional sheriffs to stand for liberty and keep their oaths just as they promised to do. Folks, also, some of you are wondering, what can you do besides just attend or donate to CSPOA and make our efforts bigger, better, and faster right now? And that is get on the phone and ask your sheriff or anyone else, your chief of police, anybody else in your county to investigate voter fraud. Okay, or election fraud. Have it if if they say there wasn't any, say prove it. Now that we have the evidence out there that is beyond probable cause, it's time to act. Prove that it didn't happen in your county or prove that it did, but either way, investigate the issue. And this is a huge uh, issue because the evidence is very clear. And yes, either D'Souza lied or fabricated this, and he's a good movie director, or this is the greatest crime in American history in the last 100 years, maybe more. We have got to ensure that the American people remain in charge of this country, and if if our vote doesn't count for anything, we're no longer in charge. Well, okay, Sam, let's. uh, we're probably going to still talk about this a little bit with our guest. But I met this man a couple of weeks ago in Tampa Bay, and uh, he was with Kurt, our uh, state director of the CSPOA from uh, Texas. And th- this guy really surprised me, Sam. 
He's a staunch member of the John Birch Society, and he is a lawyer. Yes, he went to law school. Uh, he is a certified, sworn-in, BAR certified attorney and a JBS member. That's kind of an unusual one. And Frank, I, Frank, I, I, I never get your last name right. Frank Dobrovolny. Dobrovolny or something like that. That's a pretty good effort. Oh, thanks, Dobrovolny. 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 But in Texas, you know, we kind of... I was pretty close. We're going to lose the Welcome to the Shipwreck Show, and thanks for being here. Hey, it's it's a pleasure to be here, and it was a pleasure meeting you a couple weeks ago as well. And uh, But by the way, my name is Czechoslovakian and Heritage. It's got the L-N-Y on the the last three, so it's Dobrovolny. So, uh, but I was raised, and we kind of lost the L, and and so it's Dobrovani is kind of how we, I grew up saying it, so. But yeah, I'm from uh, Central Texas, living over here in East Texas now, but um, uh, yeah, I I, I can agree that uh, there's not a whole lot of lawyers like me, I would imagine, yeah. Well, I got to ask you, uh, are you able to come to our uh, Bosque uh, training uh, on July 16th? We'd love to have you. Well, I have to check my schedule and see um, if we can talk about that. We want both of you to be there, and we we hope you will. You'll first of all, you'll love it, uh, and you'll make some great contacts, uh, and you'll rub shoulders with some of the uh, sheriffs, obviously, in that area. We hope to get county commissioners, uh, and and man, we'd love to have county attorneys there. Maybe you'll have to run for county attorney, and you'll be one of those dedicated to the Constitution county attorneys. Well, that would be uh, now. Let me well, let me dig into those for a second. So, so Frank, ahead, you're an attorney, and you're a bar associated attorney, right? Yes. In order to practice law in the state of Texas, you have to be licensed by the state bar of Texas. And I, I understand. And you also, you're also a leader in the John Birch Society, right? No, I'm not a leader. I'm a member. So, but I, I'm a okay. member, and I've been a member for a while. And you're a strict constitutionalist, right? Yes. That's, that would be a highlight all that. I highlight all that, ladies and gentlemen, because that's a rare breed indeed to be a member of the John Birch <laughs> Society, to be a strict constitutionalist, to be an attorney. Uh, th- those are, I mean, those are rare, rare, rare. Now, there's all kinds of allegations by the patriot movement, ladies and gentlemen, about sovereignty. They think that you can do whatever you want because you're sovereign and you only answer to God and nobody else. So you can, you don't need a driver's license. You don't need to do any of these things. And, and they, in my opinion, the patriots go off the rails oftentimes. They believe that somehow they're above the law or somehow it doesn't apply to them or somehow, and we can go on and on. I don't mean to belabor the point. The, the point that I'm getting at though is, Oftentimes, we, they forget that we agree to this nation. We agree to the delegating of consent to our public officials as a group, not as an individual. So uh, oftentimes, if you go read Bastier's The Law, it'll help you understand. Sometimes the group is necessary to codify and to guarantee your rights. Otherwise, a, a, a vacuum will occur and a greater force will deny you of your rights. And so as a group, we put enough force to maintain and protect our rights. Uh, Bastier is the law, is the quintessential guidance for this point. I bring all that up, though, uh, Frank, to drill into this issue about attorneys. They say, you know what? An attorney is not your friend. An attorney works for the government. Attorney is really your enemy. 
the attorney is going to basically sacrifice your uh, rights on the altar of the, quote, greater cause. Otherwise, they'll be debarred. And more than the bar, they actually work for foreign entities. And by their very nature, they have to. And okay, in, in my opinion, we're, we're tripling down into some conspiracy lies. Should we start there? Uh, sure. Well, wherever you'd like to start. But I mean, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard the thing, uh, the same things too. Of course, I've dealt with, you know, sovereign citizens or, or, uh, and, and, and somewhat in court. By the way, in addition to being an attorney, I also serve as municipal court judge for a couple of East Texas towns, uh, where I live. It's more of a part-time role, but I also do that. So, uh, I swore an oath uh, when I took the office, and I swore an oath when I became well, an wait, attorney. Wait, 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 yeah. right there, Frank. So did you swear an oath of allegiance to the British, what BAR stands for? Did you in any way swear an oath of allegiance to Great Britain or the Crown or whatever? No, and no, and no, I did not. In fact, um, I brought the oath uh, with me. Um the here's if you don't mind, I'll just take a moment and read them. These are the oaths that uh, yes, I have please, to. perfect. And I've got the actual copies of the of the signed copies. I've signed them and I've read them aloud, sworn in by another judge. So when I became okay. an attorney, um, or well, this is the one the when I became a, the judge. Okay, so uh, I do okay. solemnly swear or affirm that I have not. Uh, well, that was the, I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will faithfully execute, execute the duties of the Office of Municipal Court Judge in the state of Texas and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend the constitutional laws of the United States and of this state, so help me God. The, 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 uh, the oath of the attorney is very similar, um, but it also says that you will do the uh, – you know, the best job you can zealously representing your clients and also uh, uh, deal with civility with the courts and opposing parties in all cases. Um, so there was a little bit extra, but it's basically the same. You're swearing an oath to defend the constitutional laws of the United States of this state. So help me God. Now, some people take umbrage. Well, it says the laws there and, and not just the constitution because the laws can be unconstitutional. And, and that is a legitimate, uh, point to make because if you yeah, have an unconstitutional law but the constitution does not or the laws rather don't trump the constitution it's the other way around and so even though as a judge or an attorney we should try to we uphold the law right but if the, we believe that law is unconstitutional there are mechanisms in place to challenge certain laws for example i'm an attorney and and a client was charged um uh, with the, let's say a CPS investigation and uh, they're told that they can't know the name or the identity of the, their accuser. And so they, they get to go to, to the to state and make all these allegations. And then you have to go def defend yourself or with your attorney in court. And you don't even know the name of the person. So you violate your sixth amendment right to cross-examine your witness against you to confront your witnesses. And so um, you can challenge that. You give notice to the court. Well, I'm going to challenge this as unconstitutional. I think the case law in this has been wrong so far, and it gives notice to the state. They can send attorney general can send somebody to defend the laws of the state of Texas, and then you go up on appeal. And there's procedure to do that. It doesn't mean that you have to um, turn in your 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 American uh, ID as an American to 
to, uh, when you stand on the Constitution, we become a judge or a lawyer. But you have to follow the procedures and rule of law. Now, this is interesting how election integrity ties this all together. Okay, because yes. you have to have a you have to have a foundation of law. We are a nation of laws, not a nation of men. If we are a nation of men, we can do as thou wilt. And you, do you, have you ever heard that saying before? The oh, yeah. Church of Satan, right? That when you yes. throw all the rules off, and and the, if you're powerful enough and organized enough to get away with it, then you're allowed to do that, and that's just. Now we are a nation that have our rule by laws and we derive our laws from God. We have a moral common law that has been instilled in us for thousands of years. And finally, we were able to codify what we could glean from it enough to put it into our constitution and stand on that. We are forever moored like an anchor, a Navy term when you're moored. We are moored to that common moral law, and it's codified in the Constitution. Now, when you have laws repugnant to that, they're null and void. That is a principle and a strong principle of law. Now, when judges are appointed um, by elected officials or those judges be elected themselves and you have fraudulent elections, then you would be allowed to manipulate what society uh, says is appropriate in interpreting our laws, right? And and then it throws the whole system on its head, and we have confusion. And then we have people wanting to have a constitutional state convention because they don't like what this government is doing. When if we chose that as a public, if we choose these laws and those laws be just so long as they're moored to that foundation. Now, this ties in the principle of strict constitutionalist as an attorney or a judge versus right. the progressive judge who says, well, you know, if, if the times and are changing and the local norms and customs are, are just kind of out of date, for example, you know, the, well, they don't have it. They didn't have AR-15s in 1776 and, and you know, those <laughs> sort of arguments, right? Yeah. So those arguments are made today with whether we're talking of whatever, whatever issue you want to. Well, if, if, if everybody says that these people can get married or we can redefine gender or whatever the issue you want to throw out there, uh, whatever those issues be, if we can just say, well, I think I can stick my finger up in the air and gauge the public opinion. Yeah, I think as a Supreme Court judge, I think enough people think that way now. Yeah, let's just throw that out, right? And we'll yeah. just make up the law. Um, right. that is that, that entire judicial, um, style, if you want to call it that, uh, is illegitimate in my opinion. The only legitimate, uh, judicial interpretation of the law is the law means what it says and says what it means. If you don't like the constitution, then you, there are procedures in place to change it because we are a nation of laws. We don't just get to throw out the law. We don't like it. We don't get to throw out moral rules that are that our country is grounded in because we don't like them. We have to follow so, the procedure. To follow so, the Frank, rules. let me ask you a question because this really is where the patriots have a legitimate gripe. Uh, I don't believe in the, the agendas that they push oftentimes with their, their uh, common law grand juries. Uh, I don't believe they can set up their own militias just completely separate from government. There becomes a problem of order in the country. 
uh, if you do that. If, if you're not careful, it turns into a kind of a shadow government. But what they would say is, look, Hillary and crew are just flat out above the law. And there's nothing that, you know what, can't we arrest them? Can't we, how do we get a break in this discussion? Or how do we, how do we assert ourselves in, in a productive, peaceful, appropriate way? If it seems like all the attorneys are against us, the courts are against us, the Congress is against us. The, how, how do we have accountability on vote fraud and or when people are above the law, like a Hillary, for example? Look, she literally has now been proven to have created a dossier or false information against uh, one, a candidate, and then two, the sitting president of the United States, literally fraudulent information. It's cost the taxpayers over $30 million to prove it false uh, with these allegations. And now there's zero accountability for her. How do we deal with this? Well, I think humanity has been dealing with uh, this for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Um, there always has been uh, an elite class that has subjugated the people in one way or another royalty to, uh, and for thousands of years. So today, I think, and certainly in the last five, six, seven years since, you know, Trump began to run for office, it, it, it was really a decloaking and a lot of people could see what had already, what had always been there, but had been lurking in the shadows and only talked about by, by a smaller percentage of the population that this idea that there is a, there's just this secret handshake cabal club that seems to be running things behind the scenes. And now we can see to the Trump administration, the relentless attacks by the, all of the mainstream media, 90, what 90 to 95% negative reporting on issues. I mean, that, that Trump could be seen walking on water and the media would accuse him of not knowing how to swim. And the crimes that they have just covered up and just refused to report on, like the Hunter Biden laptop, for example, just making up stories that it's Russian disinformation. We've seen the demask, a demasking of what I call the cabal. Um, so yeah, the Hillary's of the world, the George Soros's of the world, other members of Congress, um, banking, the private banking cartel that, that our country, that our elected, so-called elected representatives sold us out on all the way back in 1913. Um, yes, there is a, in my opinion, there is a cabal and then now it's exposed and it's moving full force, but we're also seeing patriots rise up to meet that threat head on. And I think we're winning some very important battles. I think the exposure of this election fraud is key and it could take down the entire criminal syndicate uh, once we can expose and take out these elections. Give, you give us free and fair elections and the people I think are wise enough and are smart enough and are led by their heart and they're walking in goodness and light enough to do the right thing and to put the right people in office. Now, you'll yeah. have a few bad ones in there. But, you know, if we choose that, we deserve it. If we choose the, the evil that we elect, then we deserve it. But I don't think we've been choosing this in every race. It so. doesn't look like it. Frank, Frank I, let I, me I, ask you. I, I always ask our guests the same question. What is – and you may have just alluded to it the, the last couple of minutes and what you were saying. But I want to make sure that you're able to say this to the American people. What is the number one worst problem facing America today? Election integrity. Um, it is the yep. root of all the other problems. If you don't like our foreign policy, 
if you don't like what we've been doing uh, abroad for the past 50 years, election integrity. It, did we, uh, did, uh, you know, was, uh, did, did JFK win his election, uh, uh, in 60? Did, uh, did Trump win his election in 2020? Did Trump r- really lose the popular vote in 2016? That's something that I don't believe he did. Uh, if you look at the Harvard study just on, uh, estimated illegal voting, uh, that was put out in 2012, it estimated that there were several million uh, likely illegal voters. Are, and are you a big Trump fan? I am. I, I, I'm a yeah, avid Trump supporter, uh, for sure. Okay. Number one Trump fan. Yep. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot what the question was. No, but the worst problem, you, you actually alluded to yeah. something else. And what I think it goes, I would say uh, ubiquitous and utter corruption is right above uh, election fraud because it's the utter corruption of Washington DC and the two party system that has us, uh, under the control of election fraud. And yes, this is to me a coup, which you've also alluded to. And let me congratulate you, Frank. That's why I was so impressed when I met you that you're dedicated to the constitution and dedicated to the job and career that you have chosen as an attorney. Thank you so much for for what you do for America and for the people that you work for. Hey, thank Thank you, you, Frank. Thanks for clearing that up for us. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's valuable information that you ought to know. You want to get involved, CSPOA.org. Become a member today for the good sheriff, for Frank, and for Sam Bushman. Thank all of you so much. Brighteon.com for archives. God bless. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I want to dedicate this song. 
to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Great radio. I'll tell you that right now. The main topics we covered over the last two hours. Sam Bushman, Sheriff Mack. Shame. Utah mail-in ballots start arriving on Tuesday. More vote fraud coming up, right? Literally 8,000-plus double-registered voters found at theepictimes.com. Folks, that is serious, right? In September 2020, PLIF released an analysis of voter registration rolls. Over 350,000 dead people literally voting across the country, for starters. In Hour 2 with the Sheriff Mack Show, we talked about bogus unconstitutional gun control. We also talked about investigations being conducted nationwide by sheriffs. And we've highlighted some of the things they're doing. We also talked about uh, with this attorney. This guy's a great guy, by the way. Uh, Frank Dobrovoli. Uh, and he is a constitutionalist and an attorney and a member of the John Birch Society. And he says, look, this idea that because you become a member of the bar that you've somehow, you know, capitulated to the British crown or something like that, it's all bogus. It isn't true. It isn't true at all. Okay. Understand, ladies and gentlemen. That's really critical to understand. Now, do attorneys betray people? Absolutely. Do they work for the state in many cases? Yes. But it isn't that they've sworn an oath to do so. It's that they either ignorantly do so because they think they have to because they're uh, propagandized by judges and law school and everything else, right? Or sometimes they do it because there's money and filthy lucre or, and or good old boy network involved, but they have not sworn an oath to do so by nature of being a member of the bar. That just isn't true. The question is, do you believe this? John Birch Society member, extreme constitutionalist that happens to be a member of the bar in Texas. He says it isn't true. Do you believe him? I, for one, do. Because I know that there have been good attorneys out there. They're far and few between. I get it. But there's some good attorneys out there. So that was revelation, uh, in my opinion, 101 for a lot of the sovereign citizen ideas and movements. We need to be very careful not to cross the lines. We want to restore the republic peacefully, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to take a lot of work and a lot of humility, isn't it? All right, thanks for being alongside for the ride. Brideyonradio.com, lovingliberty.net, libertyroundtable.com. Spread the word, share the love, live and on-demand radio, free, educational, entertaining, and spot on. God save the Republic of the United States of America. We declare this nation shall endure.